Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest edition of Saturday Draft Live. I'm your host for today, it's Jack Graham. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? Hope you've had a lovely week. You're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, wherever you get your podcast. We're on it, we've got our website, so please retweet our full back catalogs here with all our amazing shows. We've got Central, we've got our feature shows, East Meets West, all the all the episodes of Saturday Draft Live. You also find the Scottish Wrestling Network shows on there too, with Billy Strachan, we've got it. We've got it all up there. It's very good. We've got some previous interviews as well. Also, check out our YouTube channel. We've got quite a showdown. We've got this where the draft draft kickoffs happen on there too on the on the YouTube page. We've got other shows on the on the YouTube like Book It and whatnot. So you can check 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 it check it check it everything you can because we're, we're we're pretty amazing if I do say so myself. We've got our Twitter page, our community page. Just searches searches on anything and you'll you'll no doubt find us. So go go give us a wee look. You won't be disappointed and. As always, to start the first week of scoring, we do need to have the man that embodies the embodies the listeners' league analysis. Not 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 the one that was in the listeners' league that's here and this here now, but the man that's been here and been analysing how the listeners' league has been going from day one. It's David Talkney. Dave, how are we doing? Oh, it's not just the listeners' league I analyse. I analyse absolutely every single aspect of this draft. That's why I'm the analytical brain here on Saturday Draft Live, the one that provides you with all the statistics, all the facts, and all the wealth of uh, insight and knowledge that you could ask for. Oh, well, there you go. We can't argue with that. We can't argue with that one bit. But Emphasis on wealth, because we are in the West End Country Club, after all. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> smoothing swiftly on, I mean, swiftly on, we do have... Three people, three people joined for for third place, and seeing as the first show of the week, Dave, I thought, why why not speak? Why not we speak about all three of them? Why 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 yeah. not? Let's let's love a little bit. We do have Rhea Ripley on eight points, part of Adam Callie's team. Our our, uh, our man that won the Listeners League last season. It's his current captain. Eight points, mm-hmm. a, a good good start for him. Yeah, very good start. You know, she's had a couple of appearances on Raw and SmackDown, and she got a win over Naomi this week. A very, very strong opener for someone who I think was definitely a bit of an outside pick when it came to first round selections. Um, and they've got, and she's got a women's tag title match coming up on Monday. But I think Adam picked her largely because he believes that she's going to be a part of Edge's stable at somewhere down the line. So, but that's not to say, you know, he's not made a good investment, you know, to get you know, right off the bat with a couple of appearances, a win and possibly a women's tie title win. But I wouldn't hold my breath uh, for that that stage. So, I mean, it's a, it's a strong start. I just hope he can keep the momentum going with, you know, if his suspicions are true with Rhea Ripley's booking going ahead. I think the, the, the interesting thing with that is that she, the, the women's tag title match would be raw just there, but she was off because of covid Ah, okay. and she came. She came back on Friday, so she arguably probably got a win that she wasn't meant to get. Appearing on that just to extend that kind of mini feud that's going on for women's tag title belt. So maybe, maybe, maybe COVID's helped add a bit here because I don't know. I don't know if they'll win the women's tag titles straight off the bat on the on the no. first defense for uh, Banks and Naomi. So maybe, maybe some good fortunes came about there. Mm-hmm. Possibly, yeah. But we do move on to the 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 other third place pick the captain of Stephen Wilson he is 
wrestling does not have only one royal family, but Cody Rhodes is here in third place after appearing on TV and beating him as on Monday Night Raw. Who would have thought we would have had Cody Rhodes in the draft as part of WWE, Dave? I know, right? I mean, last time we saw him on... Well, I think he's not he's no stranger to the draft itself, uh, but he's obviously been picked as an AEW superstar. But being picked as a WWE guy, I mean, this is a, a breath of fresh air. So, I mean, Cody's obviously been a big scorer in the draft in past seasons when he was TNT champion. He was regularly defending week in and week out, and he scored massive points in season five. I remember he was one of the top scorers there. But I think under the WWE banner, I think he's been presented as one of the top baby faces that Raw has to offer. So I think as long as he keeps that winning streak up, he's got a match with Seth Rollins at Mania Backlash. If he keeps his winning ways going, which I imagine he will do, I think Cody Rhodes is going to be arguably Stevens' MVP for the entire season. And we'll we we'll, we'll look at the, the the last of the third place eight points. My captain Tony Schiavone from Dynamite <laughs> uh, commentary, and then he had like three interviews backstage or whatnot, which has got me. The, the eight points but there is also battle of the bells tonight and if he's on that there'll be more points from my captain so it's going it's going pretty well and I think in a, in a long season uh, eight points right off the bat is a sign of good things mm-hmm. I I think as long as Tony keeps up those regular appearances as you said you know just uh, not just Dynamite Rampage but any pay-per-view events or special events I mean, there's no reason to say why he can't be the top scorer again this season because look how well he did in the Rumble to Mania season, which isn't the necessarily the longest season, but it's consistent in terms of content. And Tony Schiavone just racked up points like nobody's business. So, Jack, I'd say you're in an excellent position with Tony Schiavone. As your team captain, though, I think... I don't know if you'll have the captaincy on for the, for the entire season, but we'll just see how the rest of your team pans out because I think at this stage it wouldn't be... It would be feasible to even think of a captaincy change at this point, given how well Tony scores. Oh no, no! It's, 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 a, it's a long haul season, season, David. He's a, he's a consistent point scorer, so I'm, I'm 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 happy keeping the captaincy on him until such times change that. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. And uh, our joint first is RK Bro and Usos, and I'll, I'll talk to them as a collective. They're on nine points, but they they both appeared in Raw together. They both had a tag match in Raw and won. They both appeared in SmackDown together, then separate. And then obviously they appeared together when uh, Jimmy Uso faced Matt Riddle. So they have followed the same trajectory, the same pattern of point scoring this week, which is quite mad to think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're clearly putting all their eggs in one basket with the the tag title unification match that's upcoming at Mania Backlash this time. I mean, that, that match alone would pretty much sell the show, given how charismatic and engaging these tag teams are so featuring them on across both shows it's extremely beneficial not just for you jack but also for chris as well who's uh i mean chris obviously being the newcomer to this season i think picking rk bro or the usos was going to be beneficial so but i'm i'm gonna say i've said it before on the live uh live show and i'm gonna say it again scott mcleod is a fool for not picking either of those teams when he was in pole position to draft tag teams choosing Heyman and Reigns I think was a mugs bet when you had someone when you had two teams as engaging as the Usos and RK bro right at your right at your feet and you know look what's happened after the first week both scoring the same amount of points you would have scored big with either of those teams but yeah you and Chris I think scooped up the two the two main teams going into the next pay-per-view and that's going to be crucial 
I think the interesting thing as well is Heyman and Reigns got zero points this week. Yep, they didn't appear whatsoever. Yes, yeah, so it's a bit of a... a well, well I, I, I won't call it a faux pas yet. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's too it's too early to say, you know, with Heyman and Reigns, they do appear a lot when they do, but maybe maybe drafting first, maybe someone else should be in pick, but we'll, 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 we'll talk about that later. We are in the season, but we we move on to our usual, our top ten of the week, Dave. And unfortunately, your 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 tag partner from last season, mm. Gary King, Mabel's Court, in last position on three points. The 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 only scorer of of his team is Austin Theory in two points and Bobby Lashley on one point. So that's a couple of appearances each. It's not not the start he would have, he would have hoped for for Dave, so to speak. Uh huh. Yeah, and I think Becky Lynch is a fifth round pick. I mean, there's no sign of her appearing anytime soon because it looks like Bianca's gone into a program with Sonya Deville. So it's, uh, I don't know, I think the Becky Lynch pick might have backfired on him at this stage, but who's to say he can't bounce back from a a Sammy Guevara win uh, on Battle of the Belts? Oh, I know, I know, but... uh... We do, we do have Ryan Oglish in ninth. Is it is that ninth, eighth? I don't know what eighth, eighth, eighth position. Yeah. Eighth position. Yeah, even 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 though the numbers are there, I'm still getting confused, which is absolutely absolutely great. He's calling himself the People's Union. He's on six points. We look at his team: two are Banks and Naomi, one for Seth Rollins, Thunder Rosa, Omos, and Madcap Moss. But we do have Thunder Rosa defending her title tonight on Battle of the Bells. We do have Banks and Naomi defending their titles on Raw come Monday. So there's a uh, what, what may be like not the best of positions right now could all change next week. Well, well, we'll talk about why there won't be a show next week, but in a couple of weeks, the table might look different for Ryan Leash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be different for a lot of people following Battle of the Belts. Yeah, we've got the uh, Scots in seventh, the Fresh Picks of Bel Air. Dave, yourself, the West End Country Club. I, I, mm-hmm. I, forgot, I forgot to put in that name earlier <laughs> on the spreadsheet. I apologize. You're on 10 points with Stephen in the Bells Hill Nightmares, just ahead of you in fifth position. We do have Ross in 16 points. What a man, what a man, what a man. What a, again, mighty good man, mighty good man. On yeah, in 16 points, the fear of my hand got the win on 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 Raw, so he's he's very happy. He's loving up to his team namesake, but no 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 Vince McMahon, I believe. I believe no Vince McMahon appeared. No, I think Vince McMahon was a That's... bit of a a bit of a mugs bet. If I'm being honest, again, it falls under the category of Becky Lynch as a fifth round pick at this stage. Sure, she was at Mania, but I mean, when's the next time they're going to appear? That's uh, I think that's too much of a gamble to take for your fifth round pick. I mean, again, it's your fifth round pick, but still too big of a gamble, I think, for that that selection. What would have worked last season? Maybe not going to work this season, Jane. Aye, that's it. It's an unfortunate one, but hey ho, we do have a, his, his his first single season in the draft. The homeboy in the Heartbreakers, Chris Anthony Lopez, on twenty one points, and arguably a surprise after what we after a, a, a bit of a bit of a trashing on our show last week, Dave, with Alan Callie and how much would can NXT champion Braun Breaker break if NXT champion Braun Breaker break could break wood <laughs> on 23 points. I did not expect to even see him up in second place. And I think that just goes to show that, that as, as, we, as I spoke about earlier, especially with Rhea Ripley, eh, on the getting getting the extra match because of COVID not appearing raw, Adam Page defended the world title. Sonya Deville appeared a couple of times. Blackpool Combat Club mm. got the victory on Rampage last night. It's, 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 it's a very good start for him. Ah, it's a very, very surprisingly strong start, you know, because Rhea Ripley getting the big points across both Raw and SmackDown. Adam Page with the title retention. Sonya Deville in the Raw Women's program, Raw Women's title program. I didn't, ex- didn't see that coming, if I'm being honest. So Adam's team's certainly surprised us in a lot of ways, for sure. 
But I still stand by that, you know, if Blackpool Combat Club, as long as they compete in regular tag team matches, it's uh, it's still doable for him to actually put in a pretty decent performance. So, yeah, I think uh, I think we should take back for what we said about, you know, Adam having a, a NAF team because it is on the numbers don't lie. He's doing great at the minute. And then first is myself and 26 and a half half points with a ban international friendlies. I should have made that ban mid-season international friendlies because the, the, the injuries scupper at the late point, but we'll keep it ban international friendlies. Just keep it for the big competitions. Aye, yeah. Why not? Why not? But it's, what's, what's interesting to note is I'm top of the table mm-hmm. and I've got a person at minus one point. You've also got a person, uh, a team on minus one point, Dave, after yeah. not being able to win their title matches this week with Dakota Kai and uh, Red Dragon. That's mental, by the way. Like, you know... um, because obviously Dakota Kai, but unfortunate with the women NXT women's title match and Red Dragon misses out on the AEW tag titles. But it, I think it just goes to show, Jack, how good your team is on paper. You could have somebody in negative score and you could still be top of the table. I mean, AJ Styles currently your lowest scorer on three and a half points, but that's not necessarily a bad thing because he's in a he's in a program with Edge and Damian Priest, so he's going to be featured. Ricochet obviously getting another title defense against Gender. If he keeps that up you know, like, you know, the, the TNT title or the US Open Challenge, I think we could potentially see Ricochet scoring big points here because at the minute he's the highest scoring fifth round pick. And uh, to be honest, I think that was a definite steal for your team getting Ricochet in the last round. I think also the uh, uh, and a half points. Well, Raquel's only got one point up here in a segment backstage with uh, mm-hmm. Natalia and SmackDown. We do have to call a guy negative one, but it looks like... It's interesting with what happened with Wendy, Wendy Cho, Wendy Chow, how you, well, I'm not sure the, the name pronunciation is, but obviously she, the, the match ended up being Dakota Kai and Raquel against Toxic Attraction for the NXT Women's Tag Titles that stand to deliver. Then they won it and they dropped it straight away. Then this women's title match happened and then Wendy Chow comes back. So are they going to go back into the women's tag title picture again? Maybe that was the original plan, but it could, maybe mm. it was maybe like a COVID case or something. Who knows? But it seems that the 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 strategy of my picks of Raquel and Dakota Kai might not seem at the now, but it might still still work. Uh, Raquel, I think, is going to be a slow burner this season. You know, she's making waves on SmackDown at this stage, and who's to say she couldn't be a challenger for Charlotte Flair somewhere down the line? Uh, who knows? Who knows? But as we are at that point, uh, it's the start of the Listeners League again. So Dave. Take us away. Give us all we need to know about this season's Listeners League. All right. So we have a whole bunch of returning players for this season's uh, Listeners League. And I'm definitely sensing a trend here with the the team names. So we have Anthony Reynolds with the Veer Welcoming Committee. We have Michael Clottier with Veer to Victory. Dan Wood veering off course. Um, Do you see where I'm going with this, Jack? I think everybody's a fan of... of, uh, of Veer Mahan at this stage. But going to the top five, uh, we have Ross Henderson with the over Undertaker on 25 points. Now, Ross himself has got the Usos as his team captain. Very wise decision. And his team on paper looks pretty impressive with Bianca Belair, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. But his last two picks have yet to surface uh, since not just WrestleMania, but, you know, almost a year ago, Bailey and Becky Lynch. So two of his picks MIA at the minute, but still scoring big with the Usos and Bianca as well. Sami Zayn in the feud with Drew, I think, might let him down. But, you know, 25 points for first week, still pretty good. Then we have JP, uh, fourth place. Hello, is your daughter there? Requiem, Requiem. 
Um, not sure I get that joke, but yeah, he also has the Usos as a team captain. He also has Tony Schiavone, two big scorers from last season, and the rest of his team, Jade Cargill, Ronda Rousey, Tony Storm, and CM Punk. So two two teams that are 3-2 female heavy here, so it's definitely a lot of investment in the female talent so far. Uh, JP obviously banking on a Ronda Rousey win at Mania Backlash. I think it's certainly, certainly doable. I just hope that will boost them up the table in, in the weeks to come. Net third place, Johnny Adam, Scott Steiner's math class on 29 and a half points. So Johnny, I think, has also got the Usos as a team captain, proven a very, very popular choice here. But his team involves Drew McIntyre, Mandy Rose, Omos, AJ Styles, and again, the MIA Becky Lynch. So a lot of people going with Becky this season, uh, and she's yet to surface. So I don't know where they're going with that. Maybe they were hoping on Becky getting a rematch at Backlash, but... Mm, I think that might uh, might hurt people down the line. So second place, Lee McAteer, living on a chair by Lana Austin. Uh, his team captain, Tony Schiavone, and his tag team, the Usos, definitely two very popular picks of the Listeners League. And the rest of his team, we have Thunder Rosa, Sonya Deville, Ricochet, and the one and only Veer Mahan. Very, very solid team on paper, I must say. And I think Sonya Deville has proven to be a, a sleeper pick this season, you know, after she had a pretty quiet uh, rumble to, to Mania season. So I think those that have picked Sonya Deville might be in with a a dark horse pick across the, the draft. But Ricochet as his fifth round pick, definitely, as we discussed earlier, as long as he keeps defending and winning intercontinental title matches, I think he could definitely be a sleeper pick too. But top of the table, uh, Someone who's been a very consistent draft performer and looking to get his first win, it's Colin Blackburn with Colin's Elite Squad scoring 34 points overall uh, this week alone. Largely because his team captain is Hangman Page with the win over Adam Cole in the Texas Deathmatch. His team is the RK Bro uh, in conjunction with the Usos, also big scorers. But we also have Bianca Belair, Omos, Bailey, and Ricochet. So someone who's been MIA, someone on his team's been MIA for a good while and he's still top of the table. So he's gambling on a Bailey return within the coming weeks, maybe months or so. I think as long as they can find a spot for Bailey in the SmackDown women's title picture, I don't see any reason why Colin could be seen as the early favorite to win this season. Although Omos, I think will be a bit of a, a bit of a dark horse this season, you know, now that he's partnered with MVP, but um, that's the, the first week of the listeners league goal, big scorers left, right and center. But before Jack, I move on to the, the next segment, I just want to do a bit of a uh, a tally of who the most frequent picks are. And amazingly, Becky Lynch is second overall with being picked 12 times out of... How many do we have? We have 12 times out of 27 competitors. So almost half the field choosing Becky Lynch as their fifth round pick, which I think is quite staggering as well, given that I get she was in a... A, Royal, a strong Rumble to Mania program, but you know it's difficult to see where she goes from there. It's a, it's an interest. I think that the uh, one I'll, I'll always say the the folk in the Listeners League they're idiots. I'll I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and keep that. I think they just saw a big name in the last round, kind of missed, and they're like, oh, we'll take the chance. Whereas you know there is there is folk drafted fifth round that will be appearing probably more regularly than what she will, and probably will get more points if, as to what. Uh, you'll get this season like for example CM Punk went fifth round so why would they not try and go for CM Punk Wardlow went fifth round he's got a match next week in Dynamite I believe uh, there's 
there's folk that I, I think they need some strategy. I don't know. Mm. I don't think Becky Lynch is the one until potentially the transfer window, of which means nothing to the listeners' league anyway. So yeah, a lot of faux pas, I would say, right now. I think right. it's not it's not the one. Well, here's a couple of ta- here's a couple more tallies for you. The most picked team is the most picked pick rather is the Usos. Uh, so with 13 of the 27 people uh, picking the Usos as their tag team. Compare that to RK Bro, who have only been picked four times, which is, I mean, that's staggering because, I mean, sure, the Usos and RK Bro are the two, are probably going to be the two main tag teams this season. But I think most people are expecting an Uso uh, win for the unification of titles. And there has been rumors that, you know, RK Bro could potentially split and do a program to SummerSlam. Maybe that's what they're they're hoping will happen. But looking at some of these other picks, joint third, we have Cody Rhodes and Jade Cargill. Cody, I think, is a bit of a no-brainer given that you know he's gonna have a lot of momentum uh from his return at WrestleMania. Jade Cargill, though, I mean, definitely one of the most consistent draft performers we had in the last few seasons as the TBS women's champion. Still undefeated as well. So I think the undefeated streak and the consistent title points is definitely definitely a reason why i think people have favored on jade cargo but if we go to the bottom end of the table looking at the picks that have only been picked once i'm going to read these out to you and i want you to tell me how many of those are surprising to you so we have one pick uh tom brock chose the hardy boys uh dan wood chose blackpool combat club anthony reynolds picks red dragon uh lachlan hyatt chooses seth rollins Michael Clottier chooses Austin Theory. Stewart picks Brom Breaker. Colin Blackburn picks Hangman Page. And Alan Laurie picks Hook. And they're all, all surprising that they've all went as one pick. Like, only mm-hmm. one person's picked only, that. Yep, only pin-picked once by those by those people. Again, I think it just goes to show what I said earlier. They're idiots. They, 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 they clearly don't know. They, they obviously they like wrestling, but they, in terms of how the draft goes, I think you need to think differently. You need to play a different game. And for so many folk to back Becky Lynch, there's all so many other picks. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't. Um, I'm not the the drafting strategy's been poor by the listeners league this season, Dave. I think you reckon? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Obviously, they will outscore yeah. us. You know, obviously that's that's always going to happen. Mm-hmm. With the, the the pool system and not getting a draft properly, but wait, I, I I think there's been better seasons for the listeners league. Mm. One last th- one last thing before I uh, sort of move away from the listeners league now. Um, amazingly, Omos has been picked more than Veer Mahan. So <laughs> Veer, Mah- Veer Mahan's been picked six times. Omos has been picked seven times, which is in line with Kevin Owens and Bianca Belair. So clearly. Clearly, a lot of people have got a good feeling about Omos getting getting heavily featured in this season of the draft. What do you What do you think about that? Yeah, I think probably he'll win the WrestleMania Backlash match against Bobby Lashley with some help from MVP, which I think will be a good start. But what what happens after this Bobby Lashley feud? It's it's a bit unknown. I think with the current direction of where Veer's going, I think you would you. Veer's just going to be squashing for for a while, whereas you probably won't see Omos wrestle until WrestleMania Backlash again. Mm-hmm. That's that. It's an interesting one. I, I, I might work out. I could be proved wrong, but who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But remember, this is the transfer season, so people can 
switch their picks halfway through the season. And there's also the opportunity of a captaincy change as well. Yeah, it's all it's all happening. But I think before we before we close it out, we've got a AW show tonight. I won't care if pay per view points, but we do have a couple of draft competitors competing. Ryan's a women's champion, Thunder Rosa. Is that his captain? Uh, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No, it's Banks and Naomi. So yeah, he, she's defending the title against Nyla Rose tonight. So that would be some good points for him. Your TNT champion Scorpio Sky is defending the belt against Gary Sargavara. A, a, a key match really for either one of you to kind of get a bit ahead of the kind of bottom part of the table there, Dave. So it's says I'll be an interesting night tonight to see how that goes. Mm-hmm, for sure. But we, I will. I will, I will say that there will be no SDL next week. I know you will. You'll all be sad. You'll all be sad. It is. The, the overlord of the podcast, Stephen Wilson, says stag do next week. The boys are on a trip to Manchester. It uh, will be very drunk, acting very silly. So we won't be able to do a show, unfortunately. There'll be no show. So in two weeks' time, Scott and Ryan the Leash will be here and they'll break down the next two weeks of scoring for you. And we'll be talking about everything that's, that's happening. The road to WrestleMania backlash will be a good time. So yeah, don't don't expect to hear our lovely voices on the on the airwaves next next Saturday. But we hope you enjoyed this week's show, Dave. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, it's uh, always good to kick off a new season. Yep, and we'll you won't hear from me for a wee while, just with the the the, the schedule works, but. Stick with us in a couple of weeks. Scott and Ryan will be here breaking it all down. Hope he's always have a good time. Have a good Easter. See you later on. See you. Hi, I'm Scott McLeod. And I'm Grant McGrobby. We are the hosts of the monthly show on Eat Sleep Suplex Retreat East Meets West. Where we'll bring you all the latest happenings, reviews, and big events from New Japan and the land of the Far East. You can remember to check that out on the Eat Sleep Suplex Retreat podcast feed on all good Android podcasting sites like Anchor, Spotify, or iTunes now.